What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. Damn, dude, my hand looks like an old glove. What? What do you? You've been working in? You've been working on the uh, on the ranch? You've been doing been some working in the sun, manual dude. labor. Today's about one day off, so let's just make with the fucking podcast about the glug glug wah wah, so I can get back to playing video games and enjoy my life. <laughs> well, well, that, that is a that is a. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I love well, fucking. I I will say this that that's fine, man. That's people are you're gonna feel that way sometimes, right? Like that's not a um unreasonable thing to to look at obligation that way. My dad's like, um, what's the um, twelve step there, Jerry? What's twelve <laughs> step? Having fully recovered, you carry the message on to other alcoholics, right? And I'm like, yeah, dad, <laughs> it is. <laughs> Huh? Dummy, what's the 12th step? <laughs> you Mal- ding dong. Yeah. I need to be reminded of that. Just let me bitch about having to fucking do this podcast when I want to go fucking play video games. I'm a one day off. Um but that's well, all right. I'm- it's okay because it's good to see your smiling face. And yes. And like yes. I said, my hand looks like an old glove that's slipping off. <clears throat> see, it's like it's like at the beginning of the podcast, you're like a little um you're like a little baby turtle in the egg, you know, and you're starting yeah. to get hatch and you're like, and you don't really can't really figure it out. And you're just like feeling kind of grumpy. And then by the end, you're like swimming down the river. Is that what it, I just never want to do this? I just never <laughs> want to do it because I have to do it. And so then halfway through, I'm like, right, I'm just having a conversation with my friend. But every That's day all. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I just want to hang around and eat fucking crap. And yeah, you know, yeah. watch Arthur Morgan you know, marches his way to his inevitable death. He's got tuberculosis. So <laughs> is that part of the story? Did you do yeah, that? Yeah, it's part of the story. Okay. I haven't gotten there yet. Don't oh, well, big spoiler. Never mind. <laughs> you don't really uh, come back from that back in the old West, do you? Nah, you know, and it's not really a cool doc holiday <laughs> thing. Either. You just got to right. fucking die. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, speaking to the old West, you know, living out here on the West coast, coast in the i i saw some i saw a couple of coyotes and some raccoons and some bobcats oh yesterday yeah morning well that sounds it's not like i was out there trapping or anything like that that's illegal in california you shouldn't do that but i'm gonna start um i'm gonna start volunteering at the sonoma valley animal rescue one day a week oh yeah a few hours that's cool well, man it gives you well, something to do it gives me something to do um, and you know, like I just wanted to try something different. And so I, like, I went through a, a, the whole process and the whole, um, they have this whole online orientation and a lot mm-hmm. of it is like, 
this is not glamorous, glamorous work. A lot of this work you will not be doing with animals. Um, we're really, you know, if you pick a day that you're going to be here, you need to be committed to that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, there's a lot of like shaking out of the laundry. There's a lot of cleaning. And I, and so I wrote back when I filled all this out, like they repeatedly told me, um, this is not glamorous. This is going to be filthy. And I said, so what you're saying is there's poop to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And I said, in my career, um, in my 12, 13 year career as a bartender, I've seen some of the worst of the worst. I've cleaned up bathrooms. I've cleaned puke off the floors. I have done a lot of nasty shit. I completely understand. That's fine. You know, I can like scoop out a raccoon cage or something like that. Right. Because you were just giving boost to raccoons anyways. <laughs> basically. It's, yeah. it, that's basically what it was like. Um, you know, and I don't. I like you think, haven't been a raccoon yourself. Like you haven't been shirtless pawing through the trash at 3 a.m. Your own trash. Trying my to own trash. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I never got to dumpster uh, level, but it was always no. like my own trash looking for, I don't know. They whatever for that hot pocket that I yeah or like you know you had a real long cigarette butt in there and you're just like man oh, I'm fucked God. up a circle case too far away and I know <laughs> there's a long ass cigarette butt in there I've done it <laughs> it's just that one or like because you know just keep it the theme of the podcast is just you know that there's like half a shot in one of those bottles in there you know <clears throat> anything anything that sounds so desperate though i'm like oh i'm just pulling through the trash for half a shot but i did do that though yeah yeah i totally absolutely did that and then when i say it thinking back on it i'm like oh this is like one of those scared straight stories where like i'm like yo you want to pop through the trash for half a (laughs) shot you know like when jerry springer would put them in jail like the kids in jail that was more and the guy'd be like i'm gonna fuck your ass and the kid would be like damn Right. That was a little intense, but that's how mm-hmm. it felt just saying it. You're well, through your recycling and pour seven fucking fifth bottles into a shot to see how much booze you can get. I have. I have. So, I have. but like, but there's that, that's, that's the slippery slope that we go through, right? Because we didn't start there. We didn't, we weren't like upstanding citizens and then we're digging through the trash. It took a while to get there. Mm-hmm. Right. That there was right. that, that's that you, you, you move the line, you move the goalpost, you move the, um, the what's the line acceptable of, right of Your desperation line of, ex- of desperation or what's, what's acceptable. acceptable what's well, like manageable I was, like i was talking with my dad about the 12 step thing right because i was telling my dad i'm like man i don't know it's hard for me to retell the experience of early recovery because i mean and this isn't a contest you know about who has longer time but i just that was a long time that was a long time ago for me mm-hmm for me. So it's hard for me to tell you, Oh, this is what early recovery was like. I said, it's more like something I just get used to now. It's like, I'm allergic to lobster. So I know I can't eat it, but all of a sudden I have a podcast about how I'm allergic to lobster. And that's all I ever fucking talk about, you know? But then I realized the problem is if I were allergic to lobster and every time I had a bite, I couldn't stop eating it Mm -hmm. until it fucking killed me. Well, that'd be a pretty interesting podcast, I guess. Right. Well that, and there's, there's a lot of other people who are allergic to lobster too. Who are like right. who can't stop eating it? And right, like, exactly. You stopped eating it. How did you stop eating it? Right, and I'm like, well, I've got a backlog of three years of podcasts you can listen to, but let's record a new one. Considering mm-hmm. there isn't about a hundred out there at this point, but yeah, let's just keep you know. So it frustrates me because I'm like, what's what's today? I I I'm frustra- I'm, here. I'm frustrated. I'm I'm here. frustrated. Yeah. So, but you know, we do break new ground. I mean, so I have to take you're right now, listener, you're going through my process. This is it right here. This is actually the process of recovery. 
because I'm like, listen, you don't want to do this. You're feeling lazy. You like rarely want to do this. And every time you do it halfway through, you're like glad you did it. So shut up and do it, Jerry. You know, like wake up and do the thing you got to do. And then you're done doing the thing. And you usually end up enjoying the thing you do. Put the hand inside the puppet head, Jerry. Dude, put the hand inside. <laughs> the fuck out. It's because I have this fever blister and it hurts and I'm yeah. cranky. Yeah, I'm in pain. You know. Mm-hmm. I been, do. You've walked that road. And I, I haven't do. had, it's because of the hot, dry weather. And I, I last week, we tore down a goat house. <laughs> <laughs> My mom had a goat hut, like a goat, uh-huh. a, a, a structure for her goats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the goats are all gone. There's no more goats. Where'd the goats so, go? Do they get like they mad? They die. Yeah, they got uh, mad. They walked off the job. They said, fuck this podcast. <laughs> goat podcast they're doing. And they just cut. No, they like died and, and years ago. And so my mom's like, well, I don't want this goat enclosure anymore. Can you knock it down? So we went out there in the heat and d- demolished this entire goat house like in an afternoon, this whole structure. And so I think it was just being out in the sun mm-hmm. with a sledgehammer smashing shit, and, mm-hmm. you know, I just think it just exacerbated my lip because I'm doing the whole thing with the headache and like the, you know, the swollen glands under the chin. I don't know if you get that when yeah. you have it. Yeah. So, yeah. And so probably, that's why I think I'm grouchy today because I'm like, it hurts. Like, I well, keep the extra fuck- added stress of being sick during the time of a pandemic doesn't, I mean. Well, yeah, because I'm like, yo, is this the precursor to it? Fuck, am I going to oh. end up on a fucking ventilator now? Like, But I those are obviously, none of those things are symptoms of covid no it's a symptom of lowered immune system we made me so susceptible mm-hmm. my kid goes back to hybrid school on tuesday she goes back on the campus again mm-hmm. with 12 other kids so two days a week because arizona well amfi the school district we're in the, the rest of the tucson unified is like we're not sending the kids back till march but the school district my daughter's in they're like let's do it now fuck it let's see what happens so that stresses me out too because i'm like great now nah, my poor daughter's going to be like susceptible to an out more susceptible to an outbreak than we were before so right but man i can only sit in my house and my fucking mouth herpes video games for so long you know yeah i mean even that's gonna get you'll get you'll get over it you always do yeah um the game but you will go away (laughs) you uh you you tore down a goat yeah hut your a goat, goat you're a goat hut the goat, goat house hut. wasn't that the name of like a fucking frat house like in a stupid movie was that pcu where they're like we live in the goat house probably yeah i remember that pcu he's like don't be that guy man john favreau was in that parts of that movie are really funny parts of it yes it's mm-hmm. one of those movies where on the whole i wouldn't suggest you watch it but if you can find some highlights maybe i mean you should highlight. probably be doing something better with your time than looking up highlights of pcu but yeah with know. fucking what hug it out whatever that guy's name is from entourage i can't remember yeah piven jeremy piven that's his name but i i was thinking because i too was a little um feeling like man i don't know what to do and usually i have some sort of idea and i've been like Mm -hmm. racking my brain all week and um you're probably like jerry never helps me with the letters anymore and i'm over here knocking down a goat hut i am not it's i do not require i mean you you come through when you come through and you come through swimmingly Oh yeah, I bring the positivity, John. Yes. You know, listen, listen. If you if you are the negativity that I need to fight through to have a good day, and we both need to we come together and do whatever we do. Yeah, uh, it's fine. It's fine. Um, but so also we're recording this on Valentine's Day, which right. you know, 
happy Valentine's Day, Jerry. Thanks, man. Um, but I thought it's me, not you. And I is for it's me, not you. And the idea behind this was that, and I see it a lot in, in culture, in the news, everyone is aggrieved, everyone is put upon, everyone is, um, you know, it's always somebody else's fault, right? And it's not about like, on which side of something you're you are, I mean, because that's, I feel like that's a bullshit argument, because we're not, things are more complex than just like this side and that side. But one of the other things in the program that we belong to, they say, practice these principles in all your affairs. And that's, that's always the challenging thing when Mm -hmm. we just want to fucking be right or be angry or, you know, you said it to me and I was thinking about this. You said, I just want to be outraged sometimes. And I think that's a pretty normal (laughs) common thing. Like people go on social media to be outraged. Pretty much. I am. (laughs) And I have to, I posted something. I threw some stuff up on Instagram of me like lifting weights. Like I try to make it as corny and funny as possible. Like it's not mm-hmm. supposed to be some serious, you know, workout routine. But um somebody and then somebody somebody made some joke, some dude I didn't know or whatever was like, "Oh, you ain't never going to get those abs." I blah blah or something like that. And then another friend of mine came in and said like, "You're just a fucking mocking troll." Like, "John, you're awesome." Like all this stuff. And there was this whole thread of people arguing uh-huh. over this workout video and me that has I have a shirt on that says this guy loves cats. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just doing like, your core wrong. I'm, you swinging, your- I'm swinging a dumbbell or a, a kettlebell. Mm-hmm. Kettlebell. And it's like, that's what people go there for, to like find little weird micro arguments and to be aggrieved. And it's like, well, (laughs) well, that's what it's for. That's what it's for. Right. Um, But I was I was thinking to myself, well, goddamn, because I was I was kind of taken aback by like, why was this person talking shit? And I was like, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to leave it alone, man. I'm not going to. They could have been trying to be funny, too. Like, yo, I'm going to make a joke like these guys make and be like, yo, you're never going to get abs doing kettlebell squats. Ha ha ha. And then you read it like, hey, fat ass, you fat fucking fuck you. So what I said was hard to. to If you're thirsty, I'll be I'll be uh, posting some shirtless pics later for you, buddy. Uh And he was like, oh, no. Right. Like, oh, no. Like that was, you know, that was uh-huh. that was a step too far for him. Or you something. send him a dick but, pic and then it all ends. He'll never talk to you again. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> so I just I I'm finding that not only in sobriety, but in just in life in general, it's like, what is what is what is my part in this? Like, do, do I want to engage? Do I want to be because we spend all of our time drinking? It's it's rarely rarely have i found and let me let me let me ask the question have you ever found it to be true that someone yourself me in a blackout was an innocent bystander <laughs> you know no like, yeah that doesn't exist no there's nobody who's like drank Wait, me in the state of a blackout i was an innocent bystander you're not you're not innocent no when you're but also drunk. all my actions weren't malevolent either i think they were just all based on selfishness right so it's like me in a blackout i wasn't outwardly trying to be aggressive mm-hmm. intention well you, i was but i cannot i cannot say that every single blackout i was in i was the aggressor not every single one no right there, right there were some because we can't blackouts. paint our fucking active alcoholism with this brush that we were fucking frankenstein's monsters walking no. around shitting on the floor and making everybody's feelings hurt. Sometimes we just go to sleep. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, yes. But that being said, 
I don't know, man. I was so, I, I don't know what I was in a blackout. I was a chair that walked around and did things. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't, I had no, I had no <clears throat> fucking, I don't know what I was. I can't, yeah. I can't remember my blackouts really. Right. Some of them I can. Some of them. I, I Those just are the ones feel- I was mean actually. Yeah. And so, I, yeah. I feel like even if we weren't being malevolent, we don't know what, what we said, especially like on social media, we don't know what we said that could be perceived wrong and Ooh, stuff like yeah. that. And so, so, yeah, you know, I did a just, lot of dumb shit on social media. So part of the whole, <laughs> just, like thinking about it is fucking embarrassing. <clears throat> right. And so yeah. it's still, I mean, it's archived somewhere or floating around somewhere. Or, oh yeah. You know? So, I mean, I, I, so the, the idea is, that part of the whole recovery process is that we need to dig up what made us do these things, or we have to first look at the things that we did, right? The behaviors, Mm -hmm. the situations, the people, like when we talk about going through the inventory. Oh, we're doing a four-step podcast. I think so. Is that what it is? You do your inventory. So fearless moral inventory. My fearless... Did you ever see that movie Fearless with Jeff Bridges? Moral Inventory? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a Tom Cruise um, you know, Fearless sci-fi moral inventory. Yeah. <clears throat> Minority. So you're report. saying that moral we need in- to well, the Fearless Moral Inventory is looking at what the problem is, cracking it down to its base. Why is it bothering you, right? What your resentment is. Mm-hmm. What is the actual base of why it bothers you? I don't like I don't like doing this podcast. That's my resentment, right? Let's use that okay. as an example. Well, Let's. why Why does it bother me? Why do I want to do it? Because I'd rather sit around and play games or I'd rather fucking do other things. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I feel like it's it's a waste of my time. Right. right? Okay. So I, that's what I was thinking. So it feels like it's a waste of your time right now because you could be enjoying yourself and indulging in something that you know that you'll actually enjoy rather than this fucking task and this fucking chore. Right. And so then we crack it down to, well, then what, what was it's from it being a waste of my time. Do we already go to what, what is my part in it? Well, or, no. no. So what is that? How, how does it threaten me? How does it threaten me? How does it threaten me? So if I crack it down and go, well, it affects my time. The, 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 the precious time I have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know what I'm saying though? Like, see, even mm-hmm. doing it with you right now, I'm like, there it is, dude, right? Like, what is it really affecting? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so it's affecting my time. I'm spending doing something I spent like four hours doing last night before I went to bed, you know, riding a fucking digital horse in the digital world, you know? And then from there, I'm like, well, what's my part in it? You know, so my part is really, honestly, it's my attitude, my perception of the thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because to you and I, it's an hour out of my week. And honestly, Mm -hmm. it's not even a chore. It's I'm meeting up with my friend and shooting the shit. I'm just having a conversation like I would. The only difference is there's a parameter and I have to follow a Zoom link and like make sure Uh... nobody comes in here and stuff, you know. But other than that, it's just like any other conversation I'd have with you in a week. But you're the only person I talk to consistently. Other you're, than like my family and my wife. I don't have friends. I have friends, but you're, I don't have friends. You're my only friend I talk to. I don't talk to anybody else. I don't talk to Coda. I don't talk to people hit me up on Instagram and shit. And they're like, yeah, we should hang out. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, nah, man, I'm not. Well, not even, even pre-COVID. I was like, really? I got to go out and do this. I don't want to. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't want to do any, go anywhere anymore. That's well, one the, thing I think recovering from alcoholism that's kind of fucked me up, honestly. 
is being more introverted and not. Yeah, I just don't want to do anything. I've already done it all. What are we going to do? Go drink coffee? Yeah, actually, normal people go and drink coffee, Jerry. They do well, but they do visit there. I mean, that's a real thing that people do. They go and go, let's go for a visit. But remember what our visits were like? I would just go sit at your house and like go drink at a bar. Yeah. But nowadays with a kid and a wife and sobriety, it's like, I just go sit at your house now. Like, that's I mean, for an hour. I don't know. Yeah, on this, but I, yeah, but just in general. So I think, and actually I got way more introverted when I, uh, when I got into recovery, I was way more out there mm-hmm. extroverted in my uh, active alcoholism. Yeah. Not that it was a positive thing. Cause I wasn't doing anything positive when I was out there. No, no, dude. I was trying to do wild sneaky shit and like do drugs and steal things and act like a fucking asshole and hurt people's feelings and hurt myself physically. So I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, so, so when you break all that stuff down and you're like, oh, it wasn't, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to imply anything here as we, as we go through this. The the core of it, my part in it is my perception of what it is. Mm -hmm. My part in it is my attitude of what it is, because the things I think it is doing in a negative way aren't actually happening. That's just my perception of what is happening. Where I'm saying it's wasting my time. I'm taking too much time. I'm obligated to this thing. I hate being mm-hmm. obligated, but it's all I and me and how I feel and how, how what's happening to me. Not putting you in consideration or the people who listen to this in consideration. I'm putting me. You know what I mean? Ego driven. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. all fucking self centered shit. And that all loops around back around to what we're talking about, which is, yeah, it's yeah. not you, it's me. You know? <laughs> it's, it's not you or is it or is it the other way around no that's right you're right it's it's not you it's me that's the phrase that's what you say when you're breaking up yeah but but it also flips around to what you were saying where it's not me it's you because isn't that like the an ego-based person that would be their like that would be their calling card right yes it's your fault Mm -hmm. it's it's john it's your fault that i have to do this podcast Never at once could I take autonomy with you and be like, John, I don't want to do this all the time. No, I'm just going to resent you. And then I know (laughs) exactly. But within my own ego, I'm like, nah, just be Jerry. What was it? We, it was the Simpsons. It reminds me of Ned Flanders parents, Mm -hmm. the beatnik parents. And they're trying to figure out what to do with Ned. And the dad said, what did he say? We tried nothing and nothing. I can't remember what the quote is, but it's basically like, we didn't do shit and nothing's happening of it. What are we going right. to do? Yes. We, yeah. we, we've, we've tried nothing at all and, and nothing seems to work. I know there's exactly there's much funnier. Exa- yes, <laughs> yes, but it's something like but that. But that's what it feels like. Right? I've tried nothing at all. Nothing works. And that's all ego driven. That's mm-hmm. all. But is that indicative <laughs> of an alcoholic? Here's the well, philosophical question. Or is that part of human nature? Both. I think, I think it is part of human nature. I think it's, you know, it's absolutely fine. You could say, you know what, can we do this on another day? Can we do mm-hmm. this on another day regularly? Could mm-hmm. we do this later on this week? Could right. We, you know, whatever it is. Right. You could, like you, you said, you could take the autonomy and do it. <laughs> yes, now, exactly. You, you have this, you're like, I have my one day off. I have set my schedule. Schedule and routine is very important to you. And when there's something that seems, seems to get in the way, or for whatever reason, this seems more flexible than the other things in your mm-hmm. routine. So then that's where that little pebble of resentment builds up. I think that's totally human nature, but as you and I, who identify as alcoholics, that little, that piece of human nature gets extraordinarily exacerbated. Yes. Right. That, that level of resentment, that anger, that frustration, Dude. the obligation, right. The little, that's it, isn't it? It's like it's that. Just, 
like we're the clams who make big pearls like really fast do you know what <laughs> yes, i mean like yes. other other clams make pearls at a certain rate and then dudes like you and me like we really that let that sand irritate us and we just you mm -hmm. know and the, well i can't is, speak for you the well is what the, they're they're the pearl of resentment is mm. not worth as much as a white pearl of pearl but yeah no it's so that's that's kind of what's what's going on here. So you are it's it's exacerbated by the alcoholism. Not only I mean not only the 17 plus years of drinking, but then all of the childhood trauma and you know I was writing about this this morning. It's mm. not just we always we one of the one of the the jargon buzzwords you hear a lot is like ancestral trauma, right? Like this right. is but it's all just been choices and decisions that you and I have made, that our parents have made, that their parents have made, and mm -hmm. on and on and on and on. And so you didn't have to choose to quit drinking. There would have been a myriad of consequences, and your life would have been completely different. Not right. only that, your wife's and your child's life and your family's life and your, you know. Right. You wouldn't you wouldn't be talking to your brother-in-law. You know, when you, you talked about that, he's like, how can we trust you? Right. You're like, well, well, that was the sentiment. It wasn't flat out ass like that, but that was no, no, no. Oh, okay. I know what yeah, you I mean, don't want. to. Yes. No, no. I know you're, but I also know we're talking in broad sweeps right here. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So there, that was the sentiment. And so that wouldn't have even been a question, right? That wouldn't have even been a conversation. I wouldn't even be here. I don't you wouldn't think. even be there. Mm -hmm. And so like you have, um, I lost my train of thought. You, um, we we're talking about autonomy and autonomy, ancestry. right? We started so talking decisions, about ancestral decisions. trauba. So, but but my point is, is that it's all just these decisions that we've made. Right. And so you go, you know what? I'm done with this thing that I've that I've been doing that has been destructive, that I, on some level, either inherited from my parents, or learned from them, right? On or some my environment. Level. Yeah, I, I environment hear what you're saying, too. Or environment. I mean, there's I mean, a I ton wanna, of factors, but I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not trying to blame your parents. Let me talk about me. They're fucking dicks, dude. <laughs> my dad's gonna I'm listen not. to this car right now. Like later on, I'm gonna be like, "Yo, dad, uh, that was a joke. I was just kidding. They're not dicks. They're pretty <laughs> no. bad, actually." But yeah, uh, he's gonna be like, "Jerry, they just pulled up too, and all the dogs went nuts." <laughs> But so let me talk about me and my father. Let's and talk what about I you learned. and your father. <laughs> what I learned from him and my environment, my mm -hmm. parents. And so not only was it the stuff that I went through as a kid from his alcoholism, which was then born of his raising growing up. Like I'm, I'm pretty certain. I don't want to say that I'm a strict Freudian, but like this is all about fucking my childhood. Like every, it is for you, right? It is for me, not for me. Not for you, but well, for not me, my alcoholism. No, no. But there was also, I believe that it was inherently in my brain, that little hook, right? That little piece of Velcro that was just waiting for the first drink. Mm -hmm. And then once it Velcroed in there, it wasn't going to go away. Right. And so to break that, to rip that apart, you made a different, you made a different choice. I made a different choice. Finally. Right. After mm -hmm. fucking like when I think about it, 17 years, Jerry, like, right. That was a long ass time. That was a whole nother life. I don't even, I'm not even that person anymore. No, you're not, but I'm not You're weird. Now you're real weird. I am. I'm I, No, I'm just fucking with you, dude. I'm trying to bring some levity into this serious. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that, but it was, it was always, it was always me. Nobody was attacking me while I was drinking. It wasn't, it wasn't my right. job. It wasn't mm -hmm. my landlord. It wasn't my girlfriend. It wasn't my buddies. 
it wasn't you. You no. weren't the reason I drank. Well, you were the reason we 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 were each other's reasons. I helped you. I helped give yes. you reasons, but I wasn't That's... the entire reason. But but it's also wasn't your parents either, though. Mm-mm. Do you know what I'm saying? So, or at least the way I look so, yes. at it, it was a set of learned behaviors. But at the same point, I was also in charge of what I was doing. I learned something and tried to use that tool over and over again. And it worked in the beginning and then it stopped working correctly. And I still kept using it, you know, just like the resentment mm-hmm. and the anger. It's a, ter- a tool that I picked up somewhere, either by my own hand or, like you said, by environmental hand you know, my environment around me. And then I kept mm-hmm. using it and it stopped working, but yeah, I don't know, man. So, but at some point <clears throat> we are, we have to reckon with our own responsibility Absolutely. as adults. Yes. So that's, and that's mm-hmm. where it shifts because I can't, mm-hmm. if I continue to blame my parents, I mean, that's where, I, that's where I imagine my, my origin story as an alcoholic. If I were, right. if I were an alcoholic expert, right. If I were well, it's your, would, like Bruce Wayne alley with the pearls falling when they kill mm-hmm. the parents. Oh, it's, that's your Bruce Wayne story right there. So that's my Bruce Wayne story. Mm-hmm. So the so, pearls. Bruce Wayne Alley, that's not the name of it, though. No, it's not. It's when the dude robs Bruce yeah. Wayne's parents. It's always, for some reason, they're super rich people, and they're like, let's walk down an alley. Right? Yeah, after a play. After a top play. hat and tails. And then Martha Wayne's pearls fall to the ground. But anyway, <coughs> I digress with so, pop culture. So, so at some point, I have to take responsibility, or right. I'm going to die. Well, it's that's, always somebody else's fault, right? It's always until, somebody else's until fault. It's your fault. And then yeah. It's really hard to realize that it's not. It's not, it really isn't. It's not your mom and dad's fault. It's not your dad's fault for being a drunk and, and, and not getting sober. It's not your mom's fault for whatever you think it's mm-hmm. what they taught you. And then you ran with those things. But at any point you could have been like, this tool's not working, which you did. You did eventually. Took me a while, but you know yeah. what I mean? It takes you a while. It takes us all a while. We're not those same guys there. I, there are still parts of me though, that are that, you know what I mean? That I retain from my alcoholism. Cause it's me. Yeah. But it's not me. I just don't use that tool anymore. I just see, I look, I was looking at pictures of us. Like, yeah, dude, I just my... can't, it doesn't, yeah, you dude. don't, neither of us look the same. I mean, we do, but we don't. I mean, not just the weight, but like, there would be like red, bloated, fucking just glassy my eyes. were like yellow around the skin around my eyes was always yellow. I look like a, I don't know, like a little kid's drawing of me. Like when I look at old pictures of me, I'm like, God damn, that's when someone said draw a potato head that looked like Jerry. Uh-huh. Just like a thumbprint. Like my <laughs> face was just a thumbprint in the middle of a piece of fucking silly putty, you know? And I mean, that was that was still I still had fun with that guy. I still liked that guy. I was still happy to be around that guy. Like it wasn't there wasn't all bad. No. Right? Still, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Person there, but... So Coda, Coda, it wasn't all bad, dude. We had fun. <laughs> Before John starts going off again on how fucking horrible it was and how it was a nightmare <laughs> hellscape of sadness mm-hmm. and peeing the bed. I thought it was funny sometimes. There was a lot there were peaks and valleys. It was a rich tapestry of alcohol. Rich tapestry <laughs> of alcoholism. Exactly. Um but yeah, so it was just the, the I this whole idea of I have to take responsibility and I don't want to. I don't want to. And it's like, it's really hard. Like, wait a second. It's all my fault. That's a real blow to that ego driven um, alcoholism. That's a real harsh blow. And so how do I dig myself out of that one piece at a time? Um, You, somebody brought up, I don't want to use any names, but somebody said something and it reminded me of this guy's last name. And 
And I said, so, and I said the guy's full name last night and they were like, who, what? And, mm -hmm. um, I said, Oh, I owe this guy $260 from 1996. Oh really? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what? And so I start telling them the story about how I drove my Dodge Dart out to Vegas and, um, I had to, um, bail somebody out of jail. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to, but I didn't have any money and I borrowed this money and it was, I started to tell them the whole story about the bail bondsman, pulled the pistol out on the counter on the desk. Cause I was lying. The person I was bailing out was lying about information as so on and so forth. So it's this crazy story, right? I mean, it seems so now at the time I was like, I don't know what the fuck. I, I can't saying. believe that a bail bondsman take a gun out and threaten you. And you were looking like <clears throat> fucking Parker Lewis can't lose <laughs> over there. Like John, you were not, you literally look like the nerd in every fucking 80s movie. Mm -hmm. You're over yes. there doing wild shit drunk. That's hilarious. So so I said, gosh, I really need to uh, pay that guy back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that guy probably doesn't remember. Maybe he Through does. the bail bondsman or your friend? No, the friend. I, friend. I, I, I don't know. The they know bond. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're going to get a text now. <laughs> so, but I haven't talked to this person in decades, right? Oh, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I think... I think we might be friends on Facebook or friends of friends or something like that. I could certainly find this person to send them the money, but it just was like, and it doesn't weigh on my heart heavily, but it's like, okay, that's something that does need to be rectified. That's, mm -hmm. that's something I do need to, I need to come up with 260 bucks and just so I can move that out of my head or mm -hmm. else that's not going to go anywhere because it hasn't gone anywhere. That's 25 years ago. Yeah. And it's wow. still there. It's so still like, there. <laughs> so I need to figure it out so that I can move on. And so I, I think it's very easy for those things to sit and they don't necessarily fester, but it doesn't feel good either. It's an irritant. It's an irritant. It's a, and if it's, it's sitting it's with sad. you, then you should probably, I mean, do what you want. You mm -hmm. want to mail someone a $260 money order to probably blow them away, find their Venmo and just be like a secret Santa and ding. That's what I was, it in their Venmo. I mean, that was, yeah. I was thinking, you know, just like, Hey, I don't know what the interest is on that. And I don't want to know, but um, that being said, I'm not fucking paying anybody back anything. Y'all should have known better hanging out with me. Time. Right. Um, That's your lesson learned. I consider that a fee mm -hmm. of dealing with me. That's your, that's your fee. <laughs> well, except for like my parents, I owe them money. I think. Well, that's different. I gave them a grandchild. That's good enough. Right. Is it? Yeah. Is I that what know. they wanted? Didn't they already have one? Or two, or four. We had a couple already. Uh, yeah, so we just threw one more in the pile to see what happens. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, so I, I just, I'm really, I still struggle with personal responsibility. I still, oh yes, so do I. I was Obviously. listening to some people complain again about this. There were people were complaining about scheduling or something like that. This is like work shit, right? And I'm listening to it and I'm thinking like, that's just one shift. It's going to come and go and who cares? And like, when you start to think about how much money or how little money people are arguing about or how many mm -hmm. hours and, and I get it, it's important and people are struggling and it's really difficult right now. And everybody needs every dollar they can get. And that's fucked up. But I was listening to it and I just had to walk away because I just, I can't think about that stuff or else I will get so pinpoint focused on the minutiae of money and hours and work and it'll make me miserable and it'll make me so unhappy and then three days will go by 
and I'll, I'll still be fine. And I think especially over the last year, I realized, oh, fuck, I don't have any money and I'm still mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. And like that's a, there's a big sense of relief in knowing that because I am not nearly as terrified of being broke as I was. You were broker when you were drunk and still alive. And so you right. just have to show yourself you're just resourceful. Mm-hmm. Like you're absolutely resourceful. You were way broker when you were drunk and still fighting Dude. money for booze and smoke. So, so I don't know if we, I'm sure we've told this story, but one of my absolute favorites is 1998 living in this house, this uh, called the planet of the apes. Jerry lived a few blocks away, which I remember at the time it was only like five blocks, but it felt like fucking walking miles. I never yeah. walk over there because I was just lazy and drunk, but we were broke as fuck. Didn't have any money. Nobody had any money. And we dug through the couches and got all the change out of the couch cushions. Mm-hmm. We were able to get a 18 pack of like natty ice and a bucket mm-hmm. of chicken. No, we also took all the cans back too. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And you had like hundreds of cans. Like that's we had like four or five of those giant black garbage bags full of beer cans that we didn't even, we, I think we didn't even break them, crush them. We just Threw went there the and we went and we had, you had a buddy who had a van. Remember he yes. had like an eighties van. Yes. They had like the plush velour seats and shit. Ben. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we took all the cans back. It was Ben's Ben had a friend too named Chris though, or something. Yes. Yeah. He was like a metalhead dude who had a, cool I remember fan. him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was a cool guy though. Yes. Yeah. We went and we, so we, and I had free cable for some reason. And there was a planet of the apes marathon. And I think that's somebody's, where the, Oh no, that I'm confused. Somebody's brother gave it to you, but that's not, that was me in Tucson. Never mind. <laughs> mix the stories up um but so that's where the name of the house came from but we watched the planet of the apes marathon and ate chicken and beer ate and chicken so, and beer yeah. resourceful resourceful so that's 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 been a good positive thing out of this last year and and taking like taking personal responsibility for fitness and diet and health you're on top of it you know, I know you feel like you fail a lot and or not fail. I know you feel like there's things that need to be attended to. And honestly, I, I broke my scale, right? I know this is a really weird, hard turn, but I have a glass scale and I shattered it. So then Megan bought me a new scale recently mm-hmm. at like Sam's, like she went, my mom, they masked up and went to Sam's club mm-hmm. for some reason. And she came back with a scale and I weighed myself and I've gained like 10 pounds, right? Well, I've gained like five pounds, five pounds. And, um, like I felt really bad about myself. I was like, damn, do you really fucking up, man? But I like moved my entire life, like just two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. Just like two months ago, I was sitting, not even two months ago. I was like filling up a U-Haul right now. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta be, well, I guess my point is like, I forgive myself. So you got to forgive yourself on that shit too. You know, sometimes you, Sometimes yeah. you fucking, you eat too many sunflower seeds and like you're binging on weird shit too. Like you're not even like, shit. yo, I ate a whole bag of fun size Snickers. Like you're no. just like, yo, I ate too many cashews it's, in one it's, night, it's, it's too many cashews. days in a row. And that's, that's fine, John. Like yeah. that's healthy fat. Yeah. I, you know, and I, I it's so fucked gotta up. Gotta go like, easy, buddy. You've, you've the body dysmorphia. Thank you. No, mm-hmm. it's so real though. It's like, real I for me too, dude. And I think about it far too much. Mm-hmm. It stresses me out. And I really don't want to think about it. I don't want to look at any more. Whereas like, wanna... how, how tall are you? You're like, what, six? Six one. Six one. I'd probably say you're a little, probably over 200 pounds. I'm like probably 219, 220. Two, 220, like which is probably about an appropriate weight for your size. Right. I was 220 and 5'9". That wasn't appropriate. That was like bad, you know? And so now mm-hmm. I'm like 159. 
So I actually mm-hmm. gained four pounds. My ideal is 155. I was at 150 and I was too skinny. Mm-hmm. So I got up to like 153, 155 felt good. Now I'm at 159 and I'm like mad at myself for it. And I have to like look at myself and be like, you're doing all right. Yes. You look in the mirror and you look like a pear. Motherfucker, you look like a fucking pear. Like I get mad at myself, yeah. but then who cares? Like I'm a 45 year old man. Like I'll be 46 this year. Who? Yeah. This is the best shape we've both been in our entire yeah. lives. Yeah. Yes. And we're sitting here talking about alcoholism and running. Oh, I can go, I can go run 10 miles today right. if I want to. You right. Could. I mean, right. And I, I it, this reminds me, uh, my brother-in-law good. bought those Merrill, those hiking shoes, whatever, yeah. like uh-huh. the ones, like the running shoes. Yeah. But he bought the hiking shoes. And he's like, when you talk to John, you tell him those are the most comfortable hiking shoes I've ever bought in my life. He's like, John's right on. He's like, Jerry, you should get some. <laughs> they're amazing i would i, I would like, love dude take a picture for me i'd love to see what he's what he's yeah they're hiking on. boots i'll get a picture okay. of them i already have these danners i bought though that are hiking boots that are super nice but they're the most expensive shoes i've ever bought in my life and i'm like they i work. wear them every day yeah. every day because i'm getting my money's worth but i really want i'm just going to turn into running but i really want a pair of hokas <laughs> man i've been hearing good things about these hoka running shoes i've been hearing good things too i so, think yo, um send me i think some hokas hoka I think it's important to yes, Hoka. Um, the Hoka's Hoka. Ultra, Ulta, Ultra, Ultra the is ultras, the makeup, yeah. not the Ultra. Ultra. They have that weird teal though on the end, where it looks like an elf shoe backwards, like mm-hmm. the heel kind of sticks out farther, which is really weird for me. But I'm, I'm really, I, I'm open-minded. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting over how I look. I don't really care. Anymore. No, I know, I know you don't. <laughs> I can tell. You just look like out there. You like Frazier with a beard, running with no shirt on. You have Frazier hair. You know that, right? Oh God, that's what it is. Past, we've that's what it past is. Nicholson in The Shining, and you're just full on toss salads and that's scrambled phrase, eggs. scrambled eggs. It's the phrase. You just, you just well, tossing the... salads and touching eggs, dude. <laughs> Gross. That's what it is. It is yeah, Frazier, Frazier, dude. Well, there was the episode of Cheers um, where they all grew beards. Like there was some contest or something like that. Now you're going to have to find that picture and be like, A is for alcoholic. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. It's super fucking gross. <laughs> not your hair, that song. Yes. But anyhow. Um, but just know. the idea of not caring what I look like or what my shoes look like, because I've switched it up a little bit. And like, mm-hmm. you know, depending like my, I love my Merrells, but they don't work. They don't work for me as well anymore on the sidewalk, mm-hmm. on the street. So I've kind of see that's why up. I don't because I'm a street runner, not a trail runner. But they have other ones that are not. But when I'm out on the trails, like mm-hmm. the minimalist shoes are awesome. So you're talking about the toe. You, I like it's a wide toe. It's a the, it's oh, the toe oh I've seen those. It's yeah, toe box and it's those wide. motherfuckers are ugly. Right. But you but can they're land. probably super comfortable. That's dude. the thing is that yeah. you can land anyhow Besides, but, it's not a fashion show and this comes along with recovery you just mm-hmm. don't give a shit how you look <laughs> you don't i think so i mean maybe you sober up or you don't give a fuck anymore i don't i really i mean i had to stop wearing i, I was wearing this shirt at work is this the one that had a hole in it and mm-hmm. someone's like oh yeah and i was like oh fuck okay well i, I think that's probably a well good pandemic's on so you're like man i can't hit the st vincent de paul's get my new fucking gear <laughs> I don't, I don't want to go into the thrift store, Jerry. Is that like, I feel like that's fuck, like I'm being classist or something where I'm like, it's poor people. It's dirty. It's diseased. And I'm like, but I just don't want to fucking go anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere either. But when thrift stores open back up, oh, well, yeah. When I, I like my thrift shot. stores, actually, you can find some good shit. I want yeah. that shot too, dude. Talking to somebody like my sister was like, my husband doesn't want a shot. Like, That's fucking crazy, dude. Give me his shot then. Right? Yeah, I'll <laughs> like take four. I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck. Like, give me all of them because I want to go to churches. Fried chicken. 
not 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 multiple religious just, institutions yeah, yeah. just yeah i want to go to say there's no <laughs> saint Vinny's in arizona i don't think but yeah i miss the outside i honestly miss the outside world being such an introvert i still miss like mm-hmm. people watching and like going out with my wife dancing and shit you have yeah there are spots that you like to do it doesn't mean you have yeah. to be out there all the time and i mean oh. I'm, and I'm not, I don't thrive on other people. Other people could kiss my ass, dude. I'm tired of other people. I, I have extroverts in my family me, I know. Who thrive. They <laughs> need to be around other people. And I, I mm-hmm. have no desire to do that. I found that too. I want to go to a meeting though. I miss meetings yeah. too, man. Yeah. I found that too, that I have become less reliant on other people than I used to be. No, you're right. I mean, you, when I was drinking. Yeah. You talk, like I said, though, you talk to way more people during the yes. weeks than I do. I don't talk to anybody. <clears throat> well, if I have family, I live in a house with nine fucking people. So, you know. Right. Um, Good but Lord. yeah, I think too, with with personal responsibility mm-hmm. and um, dealing with other people and how I've hurt them and how I've, I've dealt with them and how I have, um, how I've affected other people's lives, like just slowly repairing those things so that I can move on with my own so I can feel better, so I can you know, so I can, mm-hmm. so I can do all these things. Like I want to be able to, it's cause it's stuck in my head. So I'll go out for a run. And then I'm thinking about the dude I owe 260 bucks to, or mm. some other shit that I did. And oh. so I need to take the steps to kind of repair those things. So yeah. I'm, I've got enough of the pandemic burden and I, yeah, I just want to get the fucking shot and like I'm out there and I'm running. And every time I come past somebody, I can't just blast past them. I got to like pull up the mask yeah. thing. And that's, that, here. that is a minor inconvenience. I understand that. And I'm grateful to be able to go outside. And yet still it has hindered what I gained from the running, mm-hmm. right? Being able to feel free and just be out there and not worry about things and whatever. But so, so dealing with all those things will help me. It helps ease my mind. And so I think that that's, it's, it's just, it's, it's hugely important for me to remember my part in all of this because I too am quick to judge. I am quick to anger. I am quick to outrage. I'm quick to blame everybody else. Yeah, of course. So am I. I don't want to blame anybody else anymore. Well, yeah, because you're without fault, right? <laughs> I'm perfect, man. I am. I am a. Big Have you met me? I'm a shining beacon mm-hmm. of perfection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's um, that mindset that'll fucking get that gets us in the end every time. It really mm-hmm. does. And uh, you know what? I, I want to make that clear too. Like, as far as like alcoholism doesn't get me in the end that I start drinking. That I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my ego is going to cause me to drink. It may eventually when when worse comes to worse, but it can still think like. And we've talked about this before. You can still think like you're drunk even when you're sober, you know, and be ego driven and be just really self-centered and just like not considerate of what's going on around you really. And that will fuck you up. That will fuck you up. Yeah. It makes things infinitely harder. And I've been, I've been more attuned to it lately Mm -hmm. for whatever reason. But when I hear it, I go, I got to turn the other way. I got to get away from this conversation, you know, with people at work. Yeah. And that's the best to do. Right. Yeah. I see this thing online and my immediate, my immediate instinct is to, write something back and i go you know what don't write anything leave it alone people yeah. want to get angry they want to they want to fight and and it's it's like this weird blank. like we're blindfolded and we're just like throwing fists and we're not understanding what the other person's saying and we just right 
and it, it doesn't it doesn't help it doesn't help me i don't feel any better no having engaged no and i don't thread. get it right if we're going to talk about Comment online thread. right and this is what I, I don't mean to talk over you it just <laughs> it occurs to me like we nobody feels better about it like i don't have to be right and i don't have to argue i posted some stupid meme because i have to let everybody know that i'm a total leftist right on mm -hmm. instagram i'm like Hey, all my followers who are also left leaning, check out my left leaning memes, how swarthy and pithy, you know? And so I put some mm -hmm. about the art and sports and being resentful at sports because art has to make these sacrifices. And a guy I used to work with who's a real big sports fan wrote me back and was like, this is the third time I've seen this. And why, why, why can't this meme just be about just art making sacrifices? What it's not sports fault that art has to make sacrifices, right? And then he was like, and, um, hey, I'm glad you got out of Oregon. I'm really happy for you. I love you. And I like sat there and I like thought about this comment. And I was like, huh, mm -hmm. he wants me to argue with him over mm -hmm. some stupid meme I posted. Mm -hmm. And typically I'd fucking argue with him. I'd be like, well, here's the reason. But he doesn't give a fuck. I'm not going to change his mind. And he's not going to change my mind. I fucking hate sports. Sports can eat a <clears> billion <throat> fucking dicks. I could care less about competition in sports. I could care less. Dicks. It's a billion, right? <laughs> So I could care less, right? So he's not going to change my mind. I'm not going to change his mind. So I basically just was like, thanks, man. It's it's good to be home. And that's all I wrote back because I'm like, we're not going to change each other's minds. And it's kind of stupid for me to put this here anyway because I'm just complaining about shit that other people don't fucking care about. You know what I mean? Like people mm -hmm. who love sports are going to be like, yeah, art, art sacrificed. Wow, can't see a Broadway play. Big whoop. Sorry, Jerry. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. So at the end of the day, I was using these tools <laughs> that I'm working with Those, I guess the point about it is that like, I realized the gate. I'm like, I'm not going to argue here. Nobody gains anything. Just like in your thing and you're being a goofball with the shirt says, I love cats and some guy's trying to be funny and like Joe Valentino gets mad or whoever it is. I like, I just throw Joe under the bus. It's not even Joe. <laughs> not even, but, it has nothing to do with it, but yes. Yeah. But someone gets mad and tries to defend you and immediately comes knives out and nobody wins though it's not like the guy who made the previous comment either trying to wound you or be funny yeah. is like oh shit i learned do you know what i mean no they just write back it's just mm -hmm. like anything i see online about that shit nobody nobody changes anybody's mind no 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 you can agree i can half-heartedly agree and be like well i guess that's your point okay cool don't engage. That would be my advice to anybody. Exactly. That's what don't, it is now, right? Don't so engage. This, this is the lesson that I've learned in recovery <clears throat> at this point is I just don't engage. I just take the positive part of it, be grateful for the positive part. And then that's all I can do. Everything else is like, mm -hmm. I'm not going to yeah. argue with you. Uh, no. Neither of us are going to win here. I'm and just going to resent you from afar. Duh. I don't want to do that. That's lame. It's not even resent you from afar. It's like, it's an imaginary. Yeah, exactly. It's like this weird imaginary space. This person right now is living a whole nother life, not even thinking about you. And you're right. stuck going like, Asshole. this person was literally stoked. I got to watch the Super Bowl, and I'm happy for them. That they, you know what I mean? Like right. I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I don't care about racist ass Tom Brady in a mm -hmm. game that's made up to make people feel better. Mm -hmm. And what am I mad at the art sacrificing? Like I don't go to Broadway shows. I don't go to concerts. Like I go to one concert a year, maybe, you know, but yep. who cares? Yeah. Who can, yeah. Why did I even post that meme? Cause I was trying to be smarmy and funny and be like, take that. Take athletes. that. Take that sports. Um, you My know, 1400 thing... followers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think too, you know, one thing I'll say about sports and the way that I have sort of adjusted my <laughs> resentment towards organized sports is that as somebody who runs now, I really appreciate athletic prowess and, and, and people's abilities to do things with their bodies. I love watching track and field now. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I can appreciate those parts of it. Although I really do not care about the competition and I'm not. Yes, exactly. You know, no, that's it. That's exactly what it is. Right. But without competition, sports is just fucking like kinetic. skating. It's just, it's just kinetic yeah. movement. It's what's the word I was thinking of is um, like when they do pirouettes, when they skate and sh ice skate, but they even compete with that too. But you know, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean, uh, what context would basketball have if they weren't competing? It would just be a guy like moving gracefully, juggling a ball mm -hmm. to like everybody dance now or something, you know, like, <laughs> yes. so uh, they're there for a reason, but no, the competitive aspect to me is gross. And I think it's once again, trauma ancestral not even just life trauma you know mm -hmm. yeah those guys who were bigger than me and stronger than me and better looking than me they like treated me really badly because it was cool to do back then and it probably is still cool to do now to adolescence you know mm -hmm. so i've always carried that with me even as an adult so i'm like mm -hmm. i don't care what you do you know and i, I think that you can be i post stuff all the time that's very divisive and or political oh, God. or <laughs> I, Jerry stopped just, looking at my stories, I think, but it like, uh, no, just on one of them, just <laughs> on the gluten dude, you were like, you are like a social media dude though. Like, I guess it's, it's you have like four Instagram accounts and you post on all of them, mm -hmm. multiple yes. stories. Mm -hmm. And the gluten one, I stopped following or stopped. I hit him because it was just like a guy farting cheese with his feet. And then and then Walter being like, this is disgusting. And I'm like, this is mm. disgusting. Like, I, or someone like putting hot dogs in jello. Uh huh. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about this. this is grossing me out. So I had to stop looking at it. That's fine. Now um, you're going to start blowing me up with gross shit. Now no, I shouldn't even have said it. No, yeah, you will. no, yeah. no. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of getting over that because I've, I deal with that with Walter where he'll just like, all you want to do is get a fucking rise out of me. And I was like, kind of, but it's also not as much fun if he's not there for me to laugh at, to see. The right. Reaction. Exactly. Yeah. That's Walter's the best funnier part. to get it. I think both right. Walter and I actually are pretty funny to get wound up, but Walter's a little funnier. He is a little funnier. There's always this, um, there's a, <laughs> there's a show called an idiot abroad. And I don't, you know, yes. Carl, Carl Pilkington. That is so Walter, dude. Walter is Carl Pilkington to mm -hmm. a T where he is just this sort of, and I mean, I love the man and he's my friend, Walter, not right. Carl, but he just has this way of like, he's just so wound up in a way that's hilarious when he gets logic started. to the point of no creativity whatsoever. It's just all pure logic. It's all pure logic. Why would they build the pyramids like this? This doesn't work. You know, fuck the aesthetics part of it. You know, right. that's exactly what reminds me of Walter. It's just uh -huh. absolute logic, absolute logic. Mm -hmm. You know, I have these earmuffs. They look like hamburgers. I'm going to wear them because they keep my ear warm. They keep my ear warm. I bought them for $3.99 at the gas station. They were very cheap. And these Transformers <laughs> sunglasses I found. And now I shall pair the Transformers sunglasses with the hamburger earmuffs and then try to talk to a girl drunk. With my overalls because they keep my scissors and my hammer in the pockets of the, yeah. Right. And I was doing some stuff around the house and it's cold and you decided, Johnny, Jerry, we're going to go have a drink. So... So wear these overalls, hamburger earmuffs, and transformer sunglasses to the bar. <clears throat> right. 
So mm-hmm. it's that's one of the things. But yes, I don't need to. I don't need to gross my friends out. I don't need to engage. You were. It was just the gluten is not your problem page right. was fucking bumming my ass out. It's yeah. just like corn dogs and stuck in like chocolate, and I'm like, oh, dude. Yeah, he said that too. He's like, can we just not put any more gross stuff? And he's probably right. Nobody needs to see that. Although, and then it's just me getting a giggle from being a troll, right? Like, what the fuck is that, John? What is what good is that doing? Is that what is your part in that? What is your fucking what are you really getting out of this stuff? It's great when you're not doing it to me. <laughs> so so I I wanna just say, I want to wrap this up here because yeah, I know you I know have, it's um, the TB to get back to maybe a hot bath for 25 cents and uh, 50 cents extra. The lady comes in, washes your legs, but I don't do that. <laughs> this playthrough. I'm not, I'm more chased. I don't do those things. Oh, you're, you're doing a very chaste playthrough. I'm doing like a real nice guy playthrough right now. The first playthrough I was gross. I never bathed. I was always covered in shit. I grew the beard out. I like murdered everything in sight. And this one I'm like helpful. Doesn't that make it harder to finish the game though? Cause I would the, like the plot. You will always follow the plot. They will always lead you into the plot. Like it's it. really okay. Yeah. I was trying to avoid a certain part of the plot and it pushed me into it. I could not do anything until I did this one thing. And so I was Got like, it. you fucking assholes. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll always follow the plot. Um, so I, <laughs> I want to wrap this up and I just want to say that it's personal responsibility has always ultimately afforded me the freedom that I was looking for by blaming somebody else <laughs> in a way in right. taking, you know, mm-hmm. removing it, thinking I was going to be free of this responsibility because it was somebody else's fault. Somebody else had to do something. If only the world would bend to my will, everything right. would be fine. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I said, Oh, <laughs> well, right. Maybe if I, just change my attitude and my behavior, then I will enjoy, I don't know, the next hour of this podcast a lot better than I thought I would. I do just, we gotta be, I gotta be more fluid, right? I just gotta be like fluid. You can I can't be fluid. Be, I can't be a brick. I need to be mercury because mercury you moves can all, around everything. Hey, Joan, let's do it on Monday at two o'clock. You got that free? And I'd be like, oh yeah, let's do it then. Let's just not do it anymore. You want to just not do it? <laughs> no, I'm enjoying it. I am. Um, well, yeah. things will change though once this house starts being built but we don't have to we'll deal with that later yeah schedules change but that's outside business we don't need to talk about that right yeah right that's fine yeah, yeah call better help um <laughs> if you need help and also uh, uh the blue box get the box mm-hmm. we have no sponsors i do want to say i don't we have, have no listen sponsors. how many listeners i don't we're not very we're popular there's a there's a there's a small contingent of people. I got I got a lot of new followers on Instagram, and um, you did, yeah, because you've been interviewing a lot of cool people. Though you've yeah. got some great interviews out there. Thank you. I don't. Know I if don't you interview anyone. Well, no, I don't watch them. <laughs> I just see the thumbnails and go. John talked to some people, and I know yeah. he did a good job because you're good at it. Um, I don't even listen you. to these very rarely. No, though. I I well, we were already here. Yeah, we I already here. did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, I kind of skim through them for any, look for any glitches and things. Even like now that. on my TV though, the YouTube ones, like my voice is way deeper. It's so funny. Like your voice is fine, but for some reason on my YouTube, I'm like, so anyway, John. <laughs> yeah, man. Either that or my voice has gotten deeper in Arizona, which I doubt. I think Man's I've always altitude, had this high, weird know. voice. Maybe it is the altitude. Who knows? 
Um, but I have, so for anybody who's interested in other stuff, I do want to mm -hmm. say uh, I started working with um, Noel up in Portland. Right. Doing, mm -hmm. um, it's called Original City Apothecary. And so yeah. she does a lot of teas and tinctures and stuff. Some of the tinctures do have alcohol in them. So please be careful. Um, they, mm -hmm. you know, but these are all healing herbs and stuff like that. So what are you doing for them? Just writing poems? I'm, <laughs> I'm doing, so I do, if you sign up for the newsletter, um, I'm doing, I'm putting together a weekly running playlist on Spotify. Mm -hmm. It's like 35 minutes or something, nothing long. And, um, so there's also, maybe, you know, Raven, she's, she, I'm yeah, gonna, I know Raven really well, you know, Raven. So she's doing a, she does art there. We sell stuff on there as well. There's some art for sale and she does a Q and a, and there's podcast, um, suggestions and there's poetry and there's, so there's all kinds of stuff in the weekly newsletter. It comes out on Friday. So cool. if you're That's interested, rad. Noel's cool. Raven's cool. You're cool. Mm -hmm. And then Kay is the other one. She's a baker. So she's putting together recipes. All bakers well. are cool. So yeah, mm -hmm. most Those bakers are cool. I fuck with bread. Are you going to eat some cookies? Did you eat a cookie? Did you say something? Was there something on your Instagram about eating a cookie? Yeah, we had cookies. My niece <laughs> made cookies and they were really good. They were like these chewy pumpkin cookies. Um, you know, the, you know what they say about oh, cookies. Meal. You can, you can feel, you can feel depressed before eating a cookie and you can mm -hmm. feel depressed after eating a cookie, but nobody ever feels depressed while eating a cookie. Well, it's happening. It's great. Well, it's happening. Yes. Yeah. In that moment. So, um, eat some cookies, <laughs> go check out the, uh, original city apothecary newsletter mm -hmm. and, uh, that's original city apothecary.com or OCA. Word. And, um, we will do this again soon. Right. Thanks. Absolutely. Yeah. I'll be back with a better. I'll be back smiling next week. Smiling. No herpy. Much better. Watch. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.